This is an Area Code podcast. Hey guys, welcome hey guys, to this is Jasmine Holmes and Portia Collins. Hi, I'm Jasmine. So I knew, I totally knew. That's why I kind of hesitated a little bit because I was like, what? She's about to come in here and try to steal my thunder. And we're we not doing that today. We are not doing it today. Portia. That's, That's Portia. This is Jasmine. Y'all, wait a minute. Let me tell y'all about Jasmine right quick. Jasmine is is fine today. She got her little glasses on and her little is popping. Her lip gloss is cute. Mm-hmm. Well, because they said that if you're vaccinated, spoiler alert for people who think the vaccine is the mark of the beast, I'm fully vaccinated. Um, <laughs> me too. Right. <laughs> that you don't have to wear the mask anymore. Although you're that Moderna right. squad and I'm that Pfizer squad, so whatever. Look, that, you know. I, I think that's what the battle has been now. Moderna, I think you only because y'all only have ninety. What is it? Ninety five point one percent efficacy, and we have ninety six percent efficacy. Oh, so. whatever. whatever. But anyway, so now we can go places without our masks sometimes, and so I have been putting stuff on my lips because I don't understand <laughs> women who are that devoted to wearing lipstick who will wear it in a mask. Hey, you talking about me? Get out of my business. I get am talking out of about my you. Business. Did you see the side eye that I gave? Because I'm like, why? Like, you're putting on the mask. You're supposed to wear it the whole time you're together. What's the point? <laughs> so, really, it's a bad habit for me. Like, so, even when, um, so, uh, I'm in Michigan right now. I had to come up here for some work stuff. And on Monday, I flew out early, had a oh an early flight. But I was just early. getting ready, like my normal getting ready and was excited because I was cute. And girl, I must have put on a whole red lip as if That's I wasn't going to walk through an airport yep. with a mask on all yep. day long. <laughs> But I did that, at TDC. I did the same thing at TDC because, well, and I was going to be on stage for a little bit. So that mm-hmm. made sense. But I had it on in the morning, knew yeah. that I was going to get my makeup done later in the day, mm-hmm. knew that I was going to have my makeup done before I got on stage and still put on a full red Look. And it it's it's like I said for me it's habit. I you know I like my lips. I like colored lipsticks. Well, because my mom so, always used to get on to me. She'd be like, "That is not." what I'm gonna uh, call call out BB right now she'd be like I don't know she'd be like white women don't put on lipstick when they put on makeup she'd be like, but black women do that's her that's her theory and you know so what? every time my grandmama said the same thing she used to See? always tell me get up if you don't do nothing else you need to get them put that lipstick on and she's like that is not she'd be like we don't do that we put on we put on <laughs> lipstick with our makeup and I'm like okay mom but I used to not put it on because I had all these little siblings that I just needed my mouth sugar from these babies <laughs> oh. oh my gosh i just saw my babies today on oh. facetime and my little sister is 20 20 years 20 and a half years younger than i am so and why did like, i not know that the gap was that big oh girl, my god she's about to be 11 and she got on the camera and i was like oh my gosh she's so adorable well no they're not adorable because they're in that <laughs> adolescent stage you know how like okay so you know how kids are really cute Mm-hmm. 
and then they're really awkward mm-hmm. and then they're really cute again and then mm-hmm. they're really awkward like all of my siblings right now are in <laughs> they're really awkward they are like i saw them and i was like oh my gosh y'all are just these stretched out adolescents <laughs> like they've lost all their baby fat wait, wait. they're gangly <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the no. fall out of my chair. Do you know, I look about some of my pictures. I look back in the past. I'm not mm-hmm. saying this about my sister. I'm not talking about myself. Sometimes I look back at pictures of myself at like 12, 13, 14. I'm like, puberty was just beating me about the head and neck with a chair. Me, me too, girl. I had it was acne rough. So I saw somebody bad. said, oh, I had acne too. I had somebody, I heard somebody say on a video, they were looking at pictures of themselves from when they were like nine or 10. They were like, I look so busted. I look like I bite. I was like, I look like I bite. I look dangerous. <laughs> that's not my sister that's not my sister but that that's me like I looked so it was rough and now so and I would just go through okay let me like this is just bust out my family day to day so you have you seen a bug's life yes I have it's been a while but I've seen it okay (laughs) you know Heimlich that big fat caterpillar Leave me alone, Jasmine. You know him, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay, Okay. so you know how at the end he becomes a butterfly, but like, really, he just (laughs) looks the exact same with them little bitty wings? (laughs) So in my family, our love language is like, we score on each other, right? Uh So I was like, in my early 20s, and I was talking to my dad, and I was like, you know, puberty was rough, but like, I made it through. He was like, you made it it through just like Heimlich. (laughs) And now you're a beautiful butterfly. And I was like, why? Daddy said that to you. My dad said that to me. They don't care. They don't care, man. They don't care. They just keep keeping you up. But like sometimes you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes my parents are like, you're so beautiful. Yada, yada, yada. And then sometimes they're like, you're like Heimlich from Bugs Life after like post-transformation. He's like, but you got them little wings though. But look, you know, my dad... And my granddaddy said we have our signature is I don't know if you've ever paid attention, but we have big ears. OK, like they're not really big, but they stand to out. Me, your ears look normal because mine are so small and I'm insecure about it. So to me, your ears are like enviable to me. Uh, man, you don't understand the jokes that I have received in my <laughs> lifetime from my family, from friends. My granddaddy told me I like a taxi cab riding down the street with the doors open, girl. <laughs> <sighs> A taxi cab riding down the street with the doors open. I was like, okay, touche, granddaddy, wow. you look the same way. <laughs> Not a taxi cab. Yes, a taxi cab. See, that's why when my dad when my daddy be scoring on me, I'm like, you know what, Portion, you've seen my daddy, you know, and you've seen his young pictures, you know. I'm like, he said copy paste. So I'm like, you want to talk about me? Fine. Let's talk about these gators that you went. It's your face. So what you want to say? You say what you want about it, but you copied and pasted it. The only, the literal only thing that is different about my face than my dad's face is that my nose is the same shape, but it's smaller. Right. That's it. Yeah. I definitely That's think all. you look just like your dad. I, I do. do. People will be, like people will say, oh, you look just like your mom. I'm like, you mean that I'm pretty. And I love that. Like, thank mm-hmm. you. Because mm-hmm. you think I'm pretty and you think she's pretty. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Thank mm-hmm. you. But uh, but no, nah. You look like the that. shape of my face is like my mom's. I think like right. the, we it both is. have like oval faces. Agree. But like I look like Vody. You do all day every day. And baby. you know who Vody looks like is my grandmother, Francis. You gotta I, send me a picture. I do, <laughs> girl, because I will send you. I will send you my wedding picture where I'm standing next to her mm-hmm. because she um, was with my daddy mm-hmm. a few weeks ago when he had his surgery. Um, he's doing well, by the way. I have a bunch of y'all right. been asking. Yes. Yeah, he's good. Um, but she facetimed me and i was like i was jarred i was mm-hmm. like grandmother 
because I call her grandmother and like that. <laughs> grandmother. There's just a lot there and I'm not going to unpack it right now that I call her grandmother mm-hmm. and the relationship fits the title. And um, but I was like, grandmother, why? why she was like it's like looking in a mirror isn't it i was like it like i didn't even tell her like i just kind of was jarred and she was like it's like looking in a mirror isn't it i was like it right. is it is yeah. but she cute though so she it's cute. fine so it works it's good it's it works i'm like it oh, i'm gonna look that when i'm in my 60s 70s okay cool <laughs> thank you for the prediction I'll, i will take it i will absolutely take it oh man what so, are we talking about today? I was, I was just about to say, what are we talking about today? Like, we have so many options. We have so many options. Are we talking about one of the Carved and Ebony ladies? Are we talking about Mammy, Jezebel, and Sapphire? Are we talking about how my son played me when I put him down for a nap? He played me. <laughs> Kids are children are interesting. Look, I was like, because he's so cute. Poot mm-hmm. is so precious. And I was rocking him in my arms. And I said, do you want me to sing to you? He had his thumb in his mouth. He had his head in my bosom all snuggled up. Aww. And then I was like, do you do you want me to sing to you? And he was like, uh. And so I sang him. I was singing, you know, You Are My Sunshine. Mm-hmm. You will appreciate this because this is also how you react to my <laughs> musical bent. And he went, uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, mama, uh-uh, mama, turn on Echo. I was like, <laughs> Way to go, poot. <laughs> Tell your mama the truth, baby. The way he said it, he took his little thumb out the side of his mouth. He was like, uh-uh, mama, uh-uh. uh-uh mama, turn on Echo. I was like, oh, you want to listen to Echo? He's like, yeah, yeah, Echo. Chrissy Knuckles, Chrissy Knuckles. <laughs> like, Chrissy <laughs> Knuckles. He know, Chrissy the knuckles. man know. The man He's knows. He's like, Chrissy Knuckles, she can sing. I don't know what this is that you're doing right now. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, well, do you want me to rock you? He was like, nah, put me in the bed. I was like, Okay. <laughs> He like knows. that. He knows. In the streets. So is that what he our knows. podcast is about? Like, what are we talking about? So, look, I, you know. Because I, I need to process about. that, but I don't know if this is the best place for <laughs> Hey, you know, we're going to dedicate a whole episode one day to the fact that you can't sing or rap, Just, but you know. Because my mom can't sing. My mom cannot carry a tune in a bucket. And she will tell you, but we didn't know that, right? Mm-hmm. Until we were like 10, 11, 12. And then we were like, oh, mm-hmm. this is bad. Mm-hmm. But Poot is two years old. And he was like, uh-uh, mama, uh-uh, mama, echo, echo. <laughs> no, not going to do it. I was like, love is blind, but it's not deaf. <sighs> True. Touche. Okay. <sighs> you know. So I don't know what I wanted to talk about. Something that's been on my mind lately is, and and it's coming off of the heels of a discussion that I've been having um, just with other friends and just really, I guess, being really introspective, but like rest, like Ooh. rest and what that looks like and how our seasons kind of ebb and flow. I know that you just made a huge announcement about, you know, how you're going to be taking a little break, a breather from I did. teaching. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. So I guess my, my first question is, like, what does rest look like for you in this season? Are you resting well? I mean, right now I have to. Um, mm-hmm. This Pregnancy. baby. That's yep. why mm-hmm. it's forcing me to rest. So um, when you called me and you were like, all right, you didn't even say anything. You called me and I was like, now look. <laughs> oh, I already knew you. Look, That's why I was like, let me just fill it out and see. You know, we right saw up your on top pretty, of nap time. Your, we your right on top of nap makeup. time. I was like, oh, she, she knew. Good she was like, she got energy to do makeup. She got energy to <laughs> she, do this podcast. <laughs> and then you were like, you hit me with like, if you feel like it, if you're up to it, I was like, that's big sister Portia talk for get your butt on this podcast. Are we not going to have an episode this week? 
Um, and I felt it and I received it. And then I was going to cuddle with Poop for a minute. And then he told me to go. And so I was like, let me get on here and record. But <laughs> I think for me, rest has been forced on me during the season mm-hmm. because of my pregnancy, because of some things that were going on at work. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's like, did you quit because you're having a baby? And I was like, no. And they were like, did you quit because you're going back to school? I might be going back to school. And I was like, mm-hmm. no. And they were like, well, why'd you quit? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but but suffice it to say circumstances have worked in such a way that Mm -hmm. this has become more of a season of rest than i anticipated Mm -hmm. in spite of the fact that i'm writing two books over the summer and maybe going to grad school in the fall (laughs) but you know i'm taking naps though right right but i i even think too i guess and that's the thing so let me just back up and let y'all know I've been on the struggle bus like me and Jasmine have, haven't even talked like in mm-hmm. our day to day as much because your girl has been sick Um, outside of fibromyalgia I have like got a confirmed diagnosis of TMJ and it is painful and mm-hmm. I'm on steroids and I'm cranky and like some of this I realize is coming from the fact that I haven't rested well. And I'm not just talking about like sleeping, yep. but actually taking the time to like pull back. Like, yeah, okay, I go to church, you know, I, I'm i connected with my community. I got all of this. But like when it comes to like actual soul care, especially in the self-care centered world, I'm not getting yeah. like soul care. Like I, I needed more than just pampering myself. Mm-hmm. Like I needed some soul rest. And I think that that was starting to spill off into so much of my life. And so I got like this tension mm-hmm. that I've been holding in my jaw and like, you know, in my mouth, I realized I did not realize until recently how much I'm clenching my mouth in a day. And it's because I don't like I'm not living out like the posture of rest like I right. should, like pulling away from people or pulling away from things. Like, and girl, I think that you, you said it right. It's mm-hmm. a posture because yes. I think oftentimes we think of rest as just like not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's more of a rhythm. Yes. It's more of a yes. Sabbath. It's more yes. of a, yes. right? Like, it's not just like, I'm not doing anything. That means mm-hmm. that I'm resting. It's just that I don't have anything on my plate. It's like, no, how am I balancing things on my plate so that rest right. is also one thing that I'm accomplishing? Absolutely. You were and about I to be- say something. I'm sorry. I, I totally say, jumped no, in No, there. you're fine. You're fine. I have become so, like, crazy aware of it now. Like, now it's just like, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's the conviction of the Lord, but it's like making me pay more attention to it. And you know me, you know, I have a tendency to pack my schedules out. I have a tendency to go, go, go. I have Mm -hmm. a tendency to overthink. Like, that's another thing. Like my mind has not rested in so long. And that was like starting to show up Mm -hmm. like even more physically. And so I've just been like on this thing where I've been praying and asking God, like help me to really like practice Sabbath to know how to pull back, you know, when I need moments of relational rest. So like sometimes you just got to take a break from peopling and y'all know me. I'm like one of the most extroverted people ever, 
But sometimes you got to take a break. You got to pull back. She or emotional. is crazy extroverted. Talk about TDC, <laughs> Portia, because I feel like that was a really good example. Because yes. I when you were on, mm-hmm. you were on. Mm-hmm. But then but on when that I was last day, where were you? <laughs> on a couch for like My seven hours. My girl found a seat. <laughs> My girl found a seat. A comfortable seat where she could put her feet up Look, and you know did not said, move. How they say about the Lord in the Bible, he sat down. That's I sat down. Period. She sat down, period. I was like, but it was so good because like you mm-hmm. still, you were you socialized, right? Right. You hung right. out with people. You right. did the But thing. I knew how to pull and not continue to pull, push myself. And yes. I think it came from an awareness. You know, remember the first day I was a little weepy because- I was expecting the experience, the conference experience to be the same way that it was the first time I had gone. Yeah. And bef- with the first time, I didn't have fibromyalgia. I didn't, you know, I was well, younger. And you also didn't have as much going on. Yeah, true, true. I think that you have to like give yourself space for that because the yes. last time that you were there, it was like, I'm just here to enjoy the conference. Right, right. I'm not, I'm right. not here to, you know, you have work with Revive Our Hearts. You have work right. with, you know, right. I'm trying to get you speaking at the next TGC right. Women's Conference. Hello. So like <laughs> there was a lot of even me pulling you to people and being mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, meet this person. Hey, hey, do this thing. Right. Hey, hey. Right, and right. so it right. was different. You know, you were different. able to just be there with a feeling of awestruck wonder. Absolutely. Whereas for me last time, yeah. I yes. was... Yes. I was 11 weeks just right at that sick point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like you paced yourself well this time as well. I did better this time, but I also was watching you and I was like, okay, (laughs) she's sitting on this couch. That's where I'm going to be. The reason I know where you were is because I was also there. Exactly. And it's an awareness of knowing I can't just continue to push, push, push and go, go, Mm -hmm. go. Especially Mm -hmm. when your body, I think, to our bodies, God wired us in a way to where your body will start giving out the signals oh, that you're not you. resting. Even if you're not like physically sick, sometimes yep. your irritability or yep. just your, you know, emotional, you feel like you are just going to pieces over mm-hmm. every little thing. Sometimes it's because you have not, you're not practicing Sabbath. You don't have good Sabbath rhythms as I, I would know. Like. I don't know what that's like to like go to Jesus over every little thing. <laughs> I do because I've been like I literally I was in Philip's office this morning and he was working and I was talking to him and I was taking a long time to say what I was saying and he was like all right babe wrap it up because I'm busy do you know that I cried see my little that, lip that, trembled that, and everything I was gonna say that's probably a little pregnancy hormone it was a lot of pregnancy <laughs> hormones he was like he was kind of looking down and he saw me get quiet and he was like baby babe babe don't do this mm-hmm. babe do you need a hug? Do you need, no, no, no. I didn't. And I was just like, you just kind of hurt my feelings. Right. What you right. <laughs> he was like, he'll, yeah. he'll be like, go take a nap. It, it, right. Go take a nap. Go rest. Yeah. Go read a yeah. book. Go, you know. And I think that, true. that's the thing is just being aware mm-hmm. of, especially in such a driven, like now, the it's almost like the golden ticket is in the the hustle, the go, 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 the absolutely. This, it's always like push it, push it, push it. Yes. And I, I think the cue that I'm getting, and I talk I've talked about this um in other settings, but I'm gonna say it here too because I think it's good. We see the model of hard work and faithfulness in ministry and all mm-hmm. the things. We see Christ model that. But we also 
see him model very well rest. And I like, think about it. He was on the boat sleep. Like he wasn't worried about the storm. Remember? And then, and then then he took time. Even also think about the times that he took time to break away Yes. relationally yes think about like he it was times where he was like okay y'all disciples go on over there and you know do what you do i'm gonna steal away and so it's like i'm constantly it, and i guess that's what's been so convicting to me lately is i know that i have the zeal you know how much i love god's word you know how much Absolutely. i love women's ministry you and i have the zeal to want to do that and i like i'm always like well you know, I always tell Mikael, my favorite, the son of man came to serve and not to be served. So I'm always ready mm-hmm. to serve and do, do, do. And like the Lord is reminding me, but that's not all I showed you how to do, Portia. Right. I also showed you how to rest. And now you over here, you stressed out, you whining, you anxious because you're not really practicing sabbath rest and so girl it's just like been, like the lord just been beating me all up with the word and just like in a good way <laughs> but i need it you know i have i relate mm-hmm. i relate and and i think what rest looks like in seasons varies um and i, I guess that's what comes to mind when i look at you like now i've seen seasons where you have just been like nose to the grinding stone Mm -hmm. like and i see like the with the pregnancy and everything it's been such a still productive still doing things but like god has just kind of guided you into almost like a default all right now it's time to rest he has this for sure yeah he has and i feel like both of us are kind of entering a season where Mm -hmm. through our health god Mm -hmm. is kind of like okay if you're not going to pay attention Mm -hmm then I'm going to give you reminders, physical mm-hmm. reminders that mm-hmm. you need to rest. Mm-hmm. And I definitely saw that for both of us at the conference, just like when we were just posted up on the couch and we were with our friend Siobhan, mm-hmm. who is, we're, we're the same age. I think we're sa- the same age. Yeah. But she doesn't have kids yet. She just right. got married. She's just at a different stage of right. life. And so she was just like, want to buzz here? Want to buzz right. there? Want to do this? Want to do that? And we were and like, we like oh, wait a minute now. Slow hold down. on. Hold on. You got to take on. us a little slower now. We were like <laughs> up late at night going out to dinner and mm-hmm. Phil would be like, take a nap because you're going to have to go out to dinner with me. <laughs> but right. I think, I think a huge thing that I'm learning is that work is not an excuse not to rest. Come and on. I think making, we can still make time to do both. And part of that comes from being wise with the time that we have been given. So this week is finals week at school. It's my final week teaching for, I don't know how long, and it's really hard. Um, But it's just me proctoring exams that I didn't write. So all Mm -hmm. the teachers are mixed up. Like I think I'm proctoring a geometry exam tonight, tomorrow, which I think is hilarious Mm because if they ask me for help, I'm going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh, well (laughs) i know and we have to stay in the room with them for two hours and so i was like okay well i have chapters to write i have Mm -hmm. papers to grade i have and so being wise in my time instead of just like at other times in jasmine's life i would have spent the whole time that i was proctoring that exam on my phone texting (laughs) scrolling getting into trouble on instagram Mm -hmm. you know this time i was like okay i have like two hour blocks of time where i really i can't do anything i can't i'm not helping the kids right 
I, but I have to be in the room for two hours. Okay, like what am I going to do that's that's good with my time? And and I think like being wiser with those pockets of time is so helpful because then I got home when I was able to rest. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to getting home and then still having this huge to-do list because I squandered my time. Girl, exactly. So like the efficiency, learning how mm-hmm. to, I, I call it working smarter, not harder. Well, it is. And, 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 and that's not to take away that you don't work hard, but it's like we don't spend our time spinning our wheels by right. like being frivolous with our time. Like right. I'm often reminded that time is like for, for me, I think time is like the most valuable resource, even more so than money, because time is that one thing that you can't recoup. Like, well, and like the people say, time is money. <laughs> Come on, help the people out, Jay. I mean, honestly, because like there's so many times, Philip, Philip has helped me a lot with this because my husband is a hustler. Mm-hmm. You and him have that in common. He works, he works got, hard. When he we got married, hard. he had six part-time jobs, mm-hmm. literally six. Mm-hmm. and just understand and so every time I'm, I'll, I'll be doing something for free like I get on Instagram for free all the time and just talk and, mm-hmm. and he's like you could put your stuff on teachers pay teachers you could put lessons on teachable you could yep. like turning things that I'm already doing for free into mm-hmm. money-making opportunities I wouldn't have a patron without him right, right? I right. wouldn't have this podcast without him because when Richard right. approached me I was like yeah and he was like <laughs> Dude, no, you go. need to do yes. this. Do right. This. Like mm-hmm. you and Portia are going to be talking all anyway for free. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Right. Me as well, like share with the people, you know? And so right. I think too, like even a valuable use of your time can mm-hmm. make more income and more opportunity. Mm-hmm. You just have to, he, he has taught me to be aware of those opportunities and, and aware Absolutely. of those things where things that we're already doing can become money-making opportunities or mm-hmm. not even money-making, but like stewardship relationship opportunities. Right. Like, right. you know, we right. weren't making money walking around talking to people at TGC, but you make right. connections and, and right. you know, you make, you build fruitful relationships. And right. something that I noticed was uh, the last time I was at the conference, I knew like three people. This time I was at the conference and I was like, oh, hi, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I know you and I've talked to you and you've been praying right. for me about this thing and you've been, you know. Right. And so I think that investment He's taught me a lot about investment of time. Mm-hmm. I I love that investment of time, mm-hmm. and I, you know I don't want y'all to get it to tw- get it twisted that everything just like Jasmine said everything has to be a money making opportunity, but you have to figure out ways. So I'll use myself as an example. I knew, and I'm thankful that God has provided space to be able to do this but I knew that I have a heart for ministry I have a there are certain things that I believe that God has uniquely gifted me and called me to do but I was working in such a disjointed way and ultimately really mm-hmm. what it was rooted in me not trusting God to be my provider and me not understanding how to invest time in a godly way and trusting that God is going to be able to provide based on the way I invest my time. Like I struggled with that. So I was running myself into the ground over here working my little quote unquote, I don't like saying secular job, but that's the only way that I can describe it. Right. But like I'm driving myself into the ground over here doing this and then also driving myself into the ground. Thanklessly, might I say. (laughs) Oh, come on, help the people. I mean, you're not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Thanklessly. But yeah, I'm not working in an efficient way. 
and I'm paying the price for it. Like mm-hmm. my body and my mind and my just the discouragement and just oh, I was experiencing so I feel like just a roller coaster of things. And like God just like he was like, I need you to see this is how I'm going to teach you how to be efficient mm-hmm. in how you mm-hmm. serve me how to be wise in how you serve me and you know as all you, these ways to serve it but all have to fit together there's amy there's mikhail there's yes. the ministry there's yes. church there's work yes. there's yeah yes and you gotta stop looking at all of those pieces as disjoint and that's what i was doing i was looking mm-hmm. at every area as a separate piece as opposed to well all of this is god's and so how do i i make like, how do I work all of this and in a way that, like, glorifies him? Well, yeah. I can't be over here segmenting, you know, like, I can't be segmenting work. and saying, yeah, saying yeah. over here, oh, I'm not going to have boundaries for how I work yeah. my secular I job. Mean, there's not, there's <laughs> not enough hours in the day not to have boundaries. It, you won't rest. Listen, listen, I think that's your favorite word. Of all your words, I, I think it. boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. B- boundaries. But yeah. I got to where people will ask me questions on Instagram and they'll be like, um, yeah, uh, I'm really wondering what your thoughts are on so-and-so and so-and-so. But also appreciate if you don't want to answer because of boundaries. And I'm like, y'all get me. <laughs> You understand. You understand. Boundaries, I believe, help because I did. I just did um, a YouTube, uh, not a YouTube, uh, Instagram. I just went live. Whatever, girl. But I, I specifically, somebody tagged you too because I was like, I'm finna take a book, a page out of Jasmine book, and I'm gonna talk about two things: boundaries and shame as it pertains to rest. And so the first thing is, I think that boundaries help us to rest well. Yeah, it makes space for rest. It makes space because here's the thing. Think about this with Jesus. Let's let's look at Jesus. We all know that everybody, pretty much everybody around Jesus was needy. He was feeding folks. He was healing folks. He was doing this. Mm -hmm. What if he had not set a boundary to say, all right, not gonna do this you know i gotta pull away i need to go have time with my father what if he didn't set those boundaries and he just kept on just healing and not to say that i'm not uh villainizing the fact that he did those things but what if he did not he shows boundaries he also shows boundaries in his relationships because he has 12 close disciples like right jesus didn't only have 12 disciples come on there were people following i mean there were men and women men and women folks (laughs) <laughs> following, learning, listening to mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. from town to town. But there mm-hmm. were 12 of them who he poured the most time mm-hmm. and effort into. And even with those 12, sometimes he was with them and he was taking a nap. Yep. And sometimes he yep. was like, even with the 12 of you, I'm going to go yep. off and pray. And I'm either going to go off and pray by myself or I'm only going to take right. a few of you with me. Right. Absolutely. And that leads me into the next part. We cannot allow satan to trick us into feeling shame because we practice 
rest. Mm-hmm. First of all, rest is not a byproduct of the fall. Like God had to remind me, rest is not. Remember, rest was instituted or God modeled yep. that before the fall of man. So it's not like we have to rest because, oh, you know, well, it's as, as you know, if I was being right. facetious, oh, because we get tired now, that's why we have to rest. No, he showed us how to rest before anything was ever even broken. Right. And so I don't think there should be under any circumstance where we should feel that is tweetable. He showed (laughs) us how to rest before anything was broken. And he did. And so like, if you really think about it, there shouldn't be under any circumstance, we shouldn't be feeling shame for setting a boundary that allows us to practice Sabbath rest. And so the example that I'll give is and I don't think I don't think my husband minds me sharing this, especially that we talked it through. But he and I, we have, you know, we're trying to get our rhythms together in terms of how we care for Emmy. And so I am Emmy's, you know, primary all day because Emmy is at home with me. And so when he gets home, there are certain things that sometimes I need him to kind of pick up the slack on so that I can have a minute to gather myself or whatever. And so he was going to do bath time and, or just kind of getting Emmy situated for bedtime. And I could tell that he was a little bit frustrated <laughs> when I asked him and, but he was going to do it, but he was just, he, I could tell from his demeanor that he was like, <sighs> and now Pre-Portia, pre-before I was cognizant of all of, you know, like practicing rest and Sabbath, that old Portia would have allowed shame and the feeling like, oh, well, I shouldn't have this moment to rest. I would have lowered that boundary and then would have absorbed whatever it is, pushing myself beyond, like, I know that it's like, in my mind, you know, you've worked hard all day. You know, it's not like you're being lazy. You just need a minute to rest. But I, in yep. my mind, I would psych myself up like, well, you're just being lazy and you're not doing enough. And so now you just need to go over here and take it from him and say, never mind. And then you're going to be mad because you're tired and all of this. Right. And the Lord was like, nope. It's like the, I felt like the Lord just led me. He was like, nope. And I didn't absorb it. I let Mikhail feel what he felt. And then here's the crazy thing. Once I just sat there and I said, I'm going to let him do this and I'm not going to pick this up. I'm going to practice rest and I'm not going to feel shame about it. Mm-hmm. Then Mikhail came back and texted me. He was like, I'm sorry if my my persona, like my, what is it? My presence seemed right. like I was right. annoyed by that. He said, I'm, I wasn't. I understand. Now imagine if I had, had not taken the moment to put that boundary or to uphold that boundary. What right. would have happened? You would have absorbed what was his responsibility to absorb. Exactly. It's just like, I, I look, dude, I get it. You are tired and you don't feel like coming home and dealing with this baby mm-hmm. after work. I mm-hmm. hear you. Me neither. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing personal. Like, right. no, you know. But there has no, to no be. No beef, no nothing. It's just, right. Philip. you know, you know that I'm the same way with Philip. When Philip gets in from mm-hmm. um, work at night, he works from home. When he comes in mm-hmm. from the office at night, mm-hmm. um, that's him with the boys. Mm-hmm. And I go in my, I go to my room and those boys will think of every excuse under the sun mm-hmm. to get to mama. Mm-hmm. And I had to teach Phil and teach them. Like, mm-hmm. I had to be like, Philip, please do not let them walk past you. Right. And come in and ask me things. They've been asking right. me things all right. day. And part of that, right. you know, 
I didn't do it with an attitude. Like I didn't do it right. with like, you should know this. Right. right. Why don't you? But it's just like we're all learning right. how to make rhythms of rest for ourselves and for each other. And then right. for Phil, that looks like on, on the weekends, he gets to sleep in. Right. Because normally he has to get up and he has to get straight to work. And I get right. to sleep in a little later. So then he right. sleeps in on the way. Like we figured out what works for us. We figured out what boundaries work for us mm-hmm. with the kids in our marriage. But that can only happen if it's a priority. Absolutely. And if you're like, if it's a priority and if you have an awareness, because sometimes Mm -hmm. we like to stuff it down off in there and be like, oh, this is not an issue or two. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm going to say it because I feel like the Holy Spirit just dropped it in there. Running yourself, beating yourself into the ground does not make you a better servant to your family or whatever, whoever it is that you're serving. And I'm saying that because I have been there. I have felt like, well, oh, yeah, if, it don't, if it don't hurt, child. if it don't hurt, then I ain't really sacrificing. You know, right. this is what it means to give of myself. No, beating yourself past the point, like past your limitations, you are a human. You are not God mm-hmm. and pushing yourself past that and not actually resting and not actually truly taking care of yourself. Not just this whole worldly concept of self-care, but like soul care, Stewardship. not doing, yeah, Stewardship not doing the body those that things. God has given you. Yes. Yeah, that doesn't make you a better mama or a better wife or a better mm-hmm. anything. Like it doesn't. And so we have to be, it has to be an awareness that rest has an appropriate place in our lives. And honestly, it's God glorifying Mm -hmm. to rest well. It is. And on that note, (laughs) your girl is fading. She's fading. So it's time for her to rest. It's time for me to, I literally just sent Philip a text message and was like, I'm getting really nauseous and tired. Can you please pick up when from school? He was like, it will be, it's Wednesday's my day. He's like, it will be really inconvenient for me. But if you take a nap and you still feel tired afterwards, I'm like, oh. So, so yeah, now I take, have to take you a nap, take my nap and, and honestly rest well myself and then and honestly assess like, <laughs> do I really need Philip to take this break from his work day and go get wind so that I can rest? Yes. Or will I be able to take a nap and recharge and, and get recharge up and, and power, power through? through. Yeah. See, Perfect. We're here. See, we're here. It's a life example right here, right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, as we always say. Sweet Tea is a podcast produced by the Area Code Network. To learn more, we encourage you to visit www.areacodenetwork.com. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. cut this mic off before jasmine started trying to do her no listen listen because listen (laughs) i just want to say that if any of you guys actually really want me to drop an album and you don't agree with poot and portia just let me know if you do agree with poot and portia don't let me know i don't want to hear that we're gonna do a poll i'm gonna i need you to no i don't want a poll because i don't want to hear it but i I only want to hear it if it's positive like i don't want to know the truth i just want to know the positivity (laughs) ha ha ha
And I'm being honest with you. I'm letting you know. I don't want your honest opinion. I want your positive opinion. So if you have a positive opinion, oh my share that with me. If you have a negative opinion, you just go over there, poop, and get in your crib and hush and listen to Kissy Knuckles. <laughs> Kissy Knuckles. Kissy Knuckles. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Peace, guys. Bye, y'all. This is an Area Code podcast.